Welcome to From the Outside Looking In with your hosts Patrick Bannis and Andy Leoskos. Come on in. Welcome back. Welcome back once again to the show dedicated to your, hey, dude, how about uh, dedicated to those Philadelphia Eagles, NFC champs? You got the shirt on right there. I don't really care. Uh, uh, Welcome to From the Outside Looking In, the (laughs) show about everything, the show about nothing. Normally, I have a little, like, witty, you know, articulate repartee at the beginning, Uh I I was thrown off by some technical difficulties. Hey, uh, welcome if you're listening uh, on Spotify uh, from the outside looking in, now outside looking through Spotify. Uh, But this is a show about, you know, comics, geek culture, movies, TV shows, sports, whatever. Pat and I like stuff. And then we get and we get together twice a week and we talk about the things we like. I am Andy Liascos. With me, as always, the Yamir Yager to my Mario Lemieux. Mario Lemieux, because this is episode 66, by the way. Oh, look how I tied that in. Anyways, with the sick mullet flow, Mr. Patrick Bannis. What's going on, buddy? What's up, bud? What's hey, up? Hey, man. Uh, clearly, uh, you know, we're we're all <clears throat> reveling in yesterday's NFC Championship. Oh, uh, birds, dude. Oh, the birds. birds. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, there was a little bit of worry there for like maybe like 15 seconds, and then... Um, well, there was a time in the first quarter where it looked like there could be a football game. Yeah, yeah, it did. It did look like it was going to be a little bit um, close for a minute there, and then um, the third string quarterback hurt himself, and the excuses started rolling in. Uh, you're you're beating our four string quarterback. Well, you played your four string quarterback, and uh, yeah. and yeah. Uh, then we broke it open uh, right before the end of the first half. Jumped out to a twenty one seven lead. Never looked back. It was never never in doubt. No, so. no, no. Yeah, there was that there 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 was that brief moment when it was like uh seven seven, right? Yeah. And like, you know. Uh but yeah, I mean, you know, hey, congrats to the birds, NFC champs. Uh, I think they stack up pretty well against the Kansas City Chiefs. I agree. Although the, that Chiefs-Bengals game was uh, definitely a little bit more uh, exciting to watch, at least for me, not being a native of uh, Philadelphia or a native Birds fan, but definitely happy to see the Birds win uh, and rooting for them in the Super Bowl. Uh, yeah. Again, I, I think they got I got they got the Chiefs number for sure. I, uh, I think it's gonna be uh, yeah. I think we're gonna I think we're gonna do it. I think we can do it. It's going to be very exciting. I'm very excited. Um, and also, flagpoles are heavily greased. They are lubricated. It didn't matter. People still climbed them. People uh, I, still climbed them. I also saw some fantastic footage of people standing on top of a, a bus, bus stop. stop shelter. Yeah, yeah, like 20 of them. And then the bus then shops. The, yeah. And then, of the course, the roof collapsed. Shelter. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah, just sure. absurd, people. I'm sure Sweet Lou was going out of his mind in his basement, holding his new baby, wearing <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, uh, an Allen Iverson jersey, watching the birds <laughs> game. <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> hopefully that's because the new the baby is swaddled in his finest Eagles um, regalia. 
Yeah, that would yeah, be great. For sure. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 But so yeah, yeah where we go. where we been, man? We've been we've been off we've been off for a minute. Um, you've been traveling yeah. again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was in New York. I had some stuff going on, and uh, um, I went to this amazing restaurant in New York called uh, Emilio Bastaos. Um, it's uh, it's like it's Soho, but it's like right near the financial district, right? So it's Manhattan. It's a tiny place, like eight tables, right? But uh, the there's you know all, all all the wall is just covered in pictures of like celebrities that that have eaten there, right? And um, fancy. Yeah, super fancy. And like, yeah, like Barack Obama's on there, David Bowie's on there, right? So like cool. uh but like Danny DeVito is on there like eight times. Like this must be Danny <laughs> DeVito's like favorite. Like it's him and then it's like him as a younger guy, and then like it's him and a couple other members of the cast of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Like he must have brought them there. I was like, Danny DeVito loves this fucking restaurant. Yeah, he's got to. Food That's was- awesome. Food was banging. Cool. Food, yeah. And uh, I, I was there visiting some partners, and uh, the table directly behind us was, like, the owner of the restaurant with, I'm assuming, which was his family, right? And it's like, and so let's just assume that this was his daughter, maybe his niece or something like that. Okay. I don't know. She was also old. She could have been his wife. I have no clue, right? And, um, you know, she's like, but you never take into account what I do for the family, everything that I give up for the family, right? And then this guy, just the most stereotypical New York Italian guy, in the middle of his restaurant on a crowded, packed Tuesday <laughs> or Wednesday night, I can't remember what it was, right? Small table, and he's just like, what the fuck do you do for the family? Fucking tell me what you did. And then one of the guys that I'm with, we were with like such a New York office, is like, should I ask this guy to join us? Should I ask? I'm like, guys, I just... I- I Should I get him get... away from his wife? She's not doing yeah. anything for him. Yeah, right. I'm just like I'm just here to get the cacio di pepe, right? And um, and then <laughs> later on, uh, I guess uh, the crew that I was rolling with, I, I didn't know. I I went to the, I excused myself to the restroom. I came back to the table. Two two of the guys we were with are gone, right? And I'm like, yeah, where Dean and uh, Mike go, right? And they're like, oh, Dino's out there fixing a flat tire. And I'm like, I'm in on this adventure. Like, let's go, <laughs> right? Just like some so rando I, flat tire. Oh, uh, that's what I thought at first too, right? But he like he knows the guy's name. It's this really nice Escalade, right? And um, yeah, he's like, yeah, we gotta get Danny's tire fixed over here. And I'm like, texting my wife. I'm like, I don't know who Danny is, but we gotta help him, you know? And like and like so. The the spare tire is underneath the car, right? Yeah, of course, yeah. And there's this whole thing you got to go through to, like, lower it. So it's me and this guy looking at YouTube videos on how to drop a tire. It was a total adventure. Um, you know, it, it turns out that Danny is their driver, and it was their Escalade, and he got swiped on a small street there. And I'm like, ah, oh, Danny's the driver, all right? <laughs> I didn't know they had a driver, but you're like relaying play by play to your wife. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm like, I'm wandering around Soho looking for two by fours because the Escalade, <laughs> the Escalade didn't have a jack in it, so they wound up paying this Uber driver 
to go <laughs> offline. And we're like, hey, we'll give you some money just if you go offline. So we got the jack for like a Toyota Prius, and we're jacking up. Oh, it doesn't even side. reach. Yeah, just a gigantic Escalade. We get it. We get the tire off. I'm like, there's no way, no way this new tire is going on. So we had to put the old tire back on, jack it down. I'm wandering around Soho looking for two by fours. A guy from a Chinese restaurant just comes out and hands me two two by fours. I don't know how he heard my story or whatever, um, but yeah, then we got that tire fixed, and Danny drove around the block a few times. Wow, that is a uh, New York baby. That's a thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, I'm not surprised at all that there's an Escalade in New York that doesn't have a jack in it. It was unbelievable, and and like, like Lou, whose car it was, who wasn't out there changing the tires, like, you know, he's calling me. He's like, and the, the tow driver's there. I'm like, yeah, I know. He's looking at us real angry. Yeah, I mean, because it's like this guy just like, what, what the fuck are these dudes? In yeah, suits doing right, and he's like, well, what should I tell him? I'm like, yeah, we got it. We're changing the, the tires, pretty much fixed. But <laughs> yeah, look at these jabronis. Hmm. It was a great time. Good time. Oh, man, it was a good time. I gotta get. Ooh, Ooh. a little good time there. What do you got there, bud? This is the uh, oh, 21st, 21st Amendment. Amendment. Yeah, yeah, a little brew for your die. You know how I love yeah, me a little yeah. blood orange. Yeah, 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 yeah. A little That's delicious. A it's yeah. an old standard, as they say. It really is. There's not a lot of not a lot of beer beer selection in the fridge right now, so I got to yeah. go with what's in there. Yeah, so we've been on a we've been on a sabbatical since the holidays, right? Uh, uh, took a little extra time out. We're coming back uh, with new episodes every other week. Um, yeah, we can't really lock in a day, but like every other week, you know. What I mean, we're gonna try to get them up by like Thursday. I feel like that's fair. Getting ready for your weekend. We're gonna we're gonna be yeah. ready to help you on your weekend. Yeah, we're we're gonna be part of your Thursday tones. Yeah, you know, you listen to us talk about stuff, and then you listen to some tones. On like a, a little Thursday. funky Friday, a little funky Friday. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm big fun- on funky Friday. Yeah, yeah, but uh, happy New Year, bud. Uh, what do you yeah. what do you what, what do you got going on? What's been up in your world? Uh, you traveled. You traveled a little bit too. You were doing stuff. You had a couple of things going on. Yeah, I went out to uh, went out to I went to West Cleveland. I didn't even go to Cleveland. I went to West Cleveland. Mm, yep, our yep. Uh, our we we took we took some of our Celtic supporters group, our Glasgow Celtic supporters group, out to Cleveland to meet up with their Celtic supporters group, and we mm-hmm. uh, got together at their bar, um, PJ McIntyre's, nice little mm-hmm. Irish pub, not okay. a, not a, not a little. It's a, it's a beautiful, it's a large, nice Irish pub. Um, All right, really nice. Uh, went out there to watch uh, Celtic match. It was on at, at noon, so we figured out we'd have time to drive out there. A bunch, a couple of the guys went out there last year and said had a great time. Got got ripped up, had a real fun time. Um, so we went out and, you know. I uh, started drinking at noon, drank until about two thirty, three o'clock in the morning. Uh, at least perfect. a couple of us did, you know, okay. a couple of us did. A yeah. um, couple, half the crowd, half the crowd then went did home. You, did you stay in Cleveland or did you drive like the hour and a half to Pittsburgh? No, no, there was uh, half a dozen of us that stayed. Okay. And then there was another, maybe a little uh, half a dozen of us that, that drove out and back. Okay. Okay. Um, so, um, you know, West Cleveland's out by their airport. Not yeah. real, you know, nothing super exciting. Um, yeah, there's not much going on by the airport. No, nah, no, nah, just a little stretch of road, a couple of bars, yeah. you know. John Hopkins International Airport, if I remember correctly. Shouts to Cleveland. 
Yeah, you, you would know. Um, yeah. Well, I wasn't. I didn't go to the airport, so I didn't know. But um, but yeah, um, we went out there to do that. Uh, I will be actually in Philadelphia Super Bowl weekend for the Second Street Plowboys. That is the Philadelphia. Glasgow Celtic supporters crew. Uh, it's their 10th anniversary fele down what, at Plowing Stars. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Because uh, I was go- I was going to be like, that's a horrible name, bud. Yeah, you know what I mean, like I. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like we're the Second Street Plowboys. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like a, it's like it definitely looks like a lot, a bunch of old Irish dudes for sure. Mm. Uh, but they're having a big to do. Um, one of the the main, one of the main uh, podcast crews for um, you know like a Celtic supporters are going to be there. There's going to be some old um, Celtic players from the past there. It's like four days worth of like shenanigans. We're going to try and make at least two of them. Four um, days of shenanigans and plowing and plowing. <laughs> Not boys though. So no, so uh, yeah. Men. So men support plowing men. I tell you what, supporter life is like it's a lot of fun. We're we're you know, we're we're at the pub a couple of times a week, watching the games, drinking some pints, uh, you know, traveling around, seeing some seeing some seeing some other pub drinkers or whatever, some some That's other a, hooligans. A beautiful thing. A beautiful thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, I, you know, I don't have kids or anything. So I this is the yeah, you got Celtics. This is I got Celtic. I got a little Bayern Munich. I, you know, we got we get to do some stuff. Yeah. We got a couple of things. It's no big deal. Yeah, that's been going on. Uh, I, I, I had resolved to uh, start going back to the office to use the gym, get get back okay. in shape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the second day back in the gym, I did 20 minutes on the treadmill at a nice little incline. I uh, got off the treadmill and went to walk home, and my foot was all jacked up. I couldn't figure out why. I get home, and my foot swells up, and it's all black and blue. And I'm like, ah, oh, well, probably can't go to the gym. Yeah. Um, the, yeah. the gym life is the gym's not for me. Maybe that's what you get for trying to better yourself. Yeah, you know yeah. What I mean, you just I, you, you just don't you don't do I like so. I uh, I started at the office. We're doing a Biggest Loser uh, competition, right? And uh, right you know, to, to sandbag it, I've been just putting on weight since uh, the Christmas <laughs> holiday. <laughs> just not sticking to my diet at all. So, you know, I weighed in heavy and then lost four pounds the first week. Uh, so you know, now I just got to keep on a mellow like two pounds a week. You know, just living that diet life again, and uh, you know what I mean? But even at, like, 4.2 pounds weight loss first week of, of the weight I still wasn't in, like, the top three. Some dude lost 12 pounds. I'm like, there's no way you're going to keep that off. Yeah, what? He's like, yeah, I fasted this first week. I'm like, it's a six-week weight loss challenge. Yeah, it's going to bounce start, right back. He's trying yeah, to jump out to a lead. Yeah, you don't start cutting. Well, I mean, but it's 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 not even, like, a week-by-week challenge. It's percentage of total weight of total body weight lost at the end so i mean i, I could just coast this and cut 15 pounds at the end yeah <laughs> just showing up to work in a sauna suit yeah <laughs> sleeping a trash bag like back in yeah. the day yeah no you know uh so pat other than uh finally getting back and doing some outside lookings and ins and all that uh What's been going on in the world today, these days? Uh, uh, you know, I got to say, bud, when we're right, we're right. And we're yeah. right a lot. Cause, a lot. you know, that's how we do here on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was probably Halloween time. We uh, talked uh, about the uh, the new 
uh i i guess it's is it scooby-doo or the new velma show oh, velma velma yeah 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 um yeah we we're saying oh this is going to be trash it's going to be garbage they need to come up with some original ideas um right. you know fast forward two months the show's out the reviews are in and it is it is like it's trash straight yeah, trash yeah, just absolute garbage. Yeah. Uh, so there's that. Now we're trying to figure out what excuses to make for. Um, uh, oh, man. What's her name that wrote for The Office that, that did this show? Um, oh. Um, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Uh, I don't know her name, though. Oh, man. It's, now I'm going to um, have to like. It's what's her face? Yeah. Not, um, it's not Jenna Fisher. No, no, no. Um, Mindy Kaling. Mindy ah! Kaling. Yeah, boom. Ah! There you go. Did you look it up or did you remember it? No, you know, I looked that shit up. Come ah, on, man. Ah, come ah, on, ah, come ah. on. So, um, yeah, it's uh, it's like an animated thing on HBO Max. Um, it is. They've just. Uh, they have just really. Have you watched any of it? or are we? Oh, just God, at no. It? No, okay, no. Yeah, I would okay. never watch any of that. Um, no. 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 Oh, no, no, no. No. I mean, I mean they, you know, they get in, like, the characters, the, like, the characters are all over the place. Um, and, and, and Velma is Hispanic? Is, is that correct? Uh, Velma is, like, uh, East Asian? Uh, South, oh, is South Southeast, Asian? Southeast Asian? Southeast Asian American? But obviously she's in America, but... Um, yeah. And so she's, you know, uh, it's just, you know, it's just weird. Fred, Fred is Fred, but he's also like white privilege boy, which is weird. Um, Scooby uh, uh, Shaggy is not really referred to as Shaggy. He's referred to by his real name that no one ever spoke in the show in Scooby-Doo, Norville. Um, oh, he wow, is, that's Shaggy's name. I, I, there's no his, way. No uh, way I would have ever known that. Oh, yeah. His real name is allegedly Norville Rogers, and that's what he goes by in the show. He doesn't even go by uh, Shaggy. Um, Interesting. Totally different. Like he's like a he's like a biracial character. At first, I thought he was just straight up black, but now he's like biracial. Hmm, um, okay. It's, you know, Daphne is another East Asian character but she's oh, so also they... a drug dealer oh okay um, uh there is a scooby uh in the show but it is actually a girl who has who ends up in like a little crush thing with norville um it is just but all is over she, the place is she a dog no no, she's a black oh, okay, girl. Okay, she's a, okay. she's a, she's an African American girl or something. Um, yeah, uh, it's mm. it's wild, man. It's all over the place. Um, I I think that it just it just took it it just went hard. I don't know yeah. if I don't know if they just I, I don't know if like she wanted to do her own thing and they were like, no, you can do this. And she's like, well, I'm gonna all right, well, I'm gonna do this, but I'm gonna like mess with it. And I'm gonna do it my own way. And maybe just 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 got wild with everybody, um, but I don't know. I don't know of anyone who thinks that this is a good show, project, whatever. Yeah, um, I. Um, 
So, I, uh, I mean, thankfully, there's only like six episodes. So, like, if you wanted to give it a swirl, you could. Nah, um, nah, nah. nah um, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I, uh, I, my random like watching stuff is I, I watched uh, you people. Over the weekend, because the girls were out of sleepover with Cassie. Heard about that, uh, right? Yeah, that's that new Jonah Hill, Eddie Murphy. Okay. Um, Julia Louise Dreyfus is in it. It's uh, it was there's funny parts for sure. Like it's nothing spectacular, but it's good. It's a very predictable movie. You know where it's gonna go. Yeah. Um. And, yeah. But it's all right. It's funny. The jokes tried, are good. I tried. Uh, I tried watching. Uh, John Wick 3. I saw that. I saw that you tried watching it. I did try to watch that. And <laughs> I I was up one night. I think I think Eve went to sleep early. And I was sitting downstairs. It might have been like a Saturday night. And I was just like, all right, I'm going to throw this on. And I got maybe halfway through it. And it, it was taking forever to set up. Which and, is like why uh, it's John Wick. You know what I yeah, mean? like well, like you know, I think I, I think I might have sat through like thirty. God, I, I you watch it probably was even way less, but I feel like I sat through like 30, 40 minutes of it, and he's like getting blacklisted and put on a hit list and or something and blah 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 blah. And it took forever. He fought one guy. It was the giant. It was Bogdanovich, this giant basketball player. Hmm. So of course the fight scene looked clunky as hell because the dude's right, like right. S- like six eleven or something, right. seven two. I don't know. What was that? What was that Croatian or Serbian? Um, just some sort of Baltic basketball player that was in a movie with Billy Crystal called My Giant. <laughs> Did this ringing any bells to you? Maybe. Oh God! Yeah, I wish like I uh, what was the, what was the Eastern European basketball player dude that was like super tall? He yeah, was, yeah, like, I know you're talking about. For being, what was his name? What was his? Oh name? no, I'm not. No, it's um, God. Oh come on, dude! It's like uh, I know I I have his face. Like I can see his face. Yeah, uh, and it's and ugly. Like, yeah, and, and he's like, he becomes like a professional wrestler or something. There's a, like the poster is like him in the ring and like this goofy attire and like Billy Crystal like standing on a ladder like next. It's it's called My Giant. God, I'm not saying it's a good movie, but it popped into my head on the way you were describing. <laughs> I can't. Oh <laughs> man, I don't. I don't know. I I can't. I I know who you're talking about. Like I, I like I said. I can I can picture the dude, but I cannot. Um, for the life of me, I can't think of what his name is. Yeah. Um, so what you're saying is just basically John Wick three is completely ripped off. I'm not my saying giant. that. It's just yeah. <laughs> if the giant gets it's, beaten up in the first ten minutes, I I think he was a gentle giant. I can't yeah. remember a hundred percent. George Murasant. George Murasant. George Murasant. Nice. Yes, nice. I did nice. it. That's a hundred percent it. That's a hundred percent it. Oh my god, that's wow. amazing. That's amazing. Man, that took a lot of effort. That hurts. My head hurts now. <laughs> yeah. That that took a lot of effort. <laughs> Good night, but, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you know, um, you know, when we were right, we we're right. We knew these things are going to be trash when they're going to be trash, and everybody reviews it for trash, and it's just a butt of constant jokes. Um, I'm sure it made it under like right wing news. I'm sure it made it under, like the right wing news because they probably like freaked out over. Oh, right wing news is going crazy. All the woke 
woken, woken. Exactly. Where's Scooby? Where's my Scooby Doo? Yeah. Look what they did to our Scooby Doo. They're taking my cartoon dog. Uh, where's so my mystery where's the green van that those crazy can, kids solve mysteries in I can barely masturbate to Velma cosplay porn anymore <laughs> <laughs> oh god good stuff oh uh, but one thing you should absolutely check out you are king of like as much as, as, as uh, so if you're new here like I tend to take a very long time to see uh, movies, especially the Marvel and the DC movies, because I don't at this point in my life. I'm just I'm I'm not like opening weekend at these movies anymore. I'm usually like you're not even like fourth week weekend. No, no, I'm like Disney Plus release. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and then like and then it's like I still haven't watched Wakanda forever. If I'm being honest with you, um, but you are king of like waiting for a show to be off the air. <laughs> in, in most cases, right? <laughs> Before you watch it, which we're going to talk about a show today, which we watched in real time, by the way. We're just getting to it a little bit, yeah. as, as yeah. is our style. But as, as people are still doing like first time reactions to like Harry Potter films, like we could certainly talk about a show uh, that it was at least released in 2022. Uh, yo, The Last of Us. We're watching it right now. Dude, that is a show worth watching in real time. Yeah, we we just watched um, the first episode uh, Sunday night, I think Saturday oh, night, Saturday or Sunday. I can't remember what. So um, good. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I've got all three episodes under my belt, and so good. Now we just watched the first one because the first one was like an hour, maybe a little more than an hour. Um, yeah. But they're all like an hour. The yeah, third yeah. one was an hour and fifteen right. for sure. So yeah, so we 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 have started watching it. We finally, I finally broke down. We we started. We did watch it. So we'll we'll probably we'll probably get through it. Maybe we can talk about it later. Did, did you play the uh, Did you play the game? No, never played the game. Okay. Um, no. Yeah, not it. I didn't do any pretty, of that. Pretty, uh, pretty, pretty good. Pretty this good is all. Game. This is all based on on a what was this like a PlayStation game? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay. All right called the last of us yeah and like i remember playing it the first time right the, the it's you know it's basically the uh, the cover is like you with a gun and a little, little girl right and like you go through the the first couple of uh scenes of the game and you're playing as the girl and you're like yeah i, I know what's gonna happen i mean my daughter we get out of the town we got to survive the zombies blah 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 and then like what happens in the show happens in the game she gets popped right right away and you're just like what the fuck just happened game like, over what? yeah I was like, I, how do I avoid? And like, no, that's just part of the game. And like, part of the, and that's part of the show. You're like right? trying like, to reset it, trying to like get away yeah, from it. You like, can't avoid I, it. How did, how did I fuck this up already? You know, and um, <clears throat> but like, yeah, it's, it's still I like so watching the first episode. That's such a powerful scene in there. And I was like, God, this this show and this game and this story is so good. So uh, we'll talk about it later. That's not why we're here today, though, kids. Uh, like I said, we're talking about a show, uh, but just not that show. Uh, I don't think we'll ever be that uh, podcast that, that does like an uh, uh, an episode after we, we we wind up doing the whole series, right? We did yeah. uh, San, we we had to do Sandman in two episodes. We're getting this done in one episode, one hour. I promise you, right? So we, we got like you know thirty five minutes to bang the, this out right now, right? Um, so, uh, but Disney Plus, 
Star Wars. Andor. Is this a mixed media moment? Oh, it totally is, bud. Because we're going to talk about movies, movies books, comics, and TV, books and stuff. Comic books, sometimes. players, graphic novels, DVDs, shows, and Blu ray shows. <laughs> Laser disc versions. <laughs> Do you know, uh, speaking of Star Wars, speaking of Star Wars and speaking of Laserdisc, did you know that uh, the Laserdisc copy of the original trilogy is the only uh, high-definition copy of the— Yeah, we we went through this before, right? We've gone through this, yeah. Yeah, this is like your favoritest tasty bit about Star Wars, is that the only high-def version of—what is it, New Hope? Or is it of just all, the whole, the the whole trilogy? Three, the yeah. whole trilogy. It's that's what happens when you release. Def. Yeah, that's what yeah. happens when you release that shit on VHS. Yeah, right. Well, that's what. It, but also, you can't get it out on DVD or Blu-ray without the George Lucas edits all over it. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, in its original format, Laserdisc is the only high def version of it. Mm. I also remember the first time we got a Laserdisc player and watching Ghostbusters on Laserdisc. It was a fucking amazing thing. But we're not here to talk about Laserdisc. We could, if you guys want to. Uh, we're here to talk about Andor. Cassie and Andor. Uh, a pretty major character in the Rogue One movie uh, from Star Wars, which is probably my favorite movie of the of the modern era. The, uh, the, the, the sequel era. The Disney Star Wars era. Yeah, very, uh, very new... Character, mm-hmm. but um, but yeah, but yeah uh, I not even maybe my favorite movie of, of the Disney era. The Rogue One, a hundred percent, is my favorite movie of the Disney era, followed probably by Solo, a Star Wars story. But I digress. Yeah, um, everyone knows how Cassian Andor's story ends, but how does it begin? This is how it begins in a 12 what, season, uh, a 12 episode season on Disney Plus. Yeah. Which did they confirm season two on this? They on Andor? they did confirm season two. Uh, most likely going to be out next year. Um, the 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 story that I read on Collider um, prepping for the show, they talked about. Um, so. Season two is going to be another 12 episode arc, but it's going to cover um, it's going to cover the next like four years of Andor's life leading up to Rogue One. Okay, so they're going to they're going to there's going to be four years worth of story in 12 episodes. So get ready. Um, yeah, because there was like six months worth of story in this episode, maybe a year. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. So there's going to be a lot of stuff going on. So, uh, so we meet Cassian Andor. He is, um, let's just call him a scallywag on his home planet, like a rogue, if you will, right? But not a not not a rogue one, but just a rogue. Uh, um, he works at I I don't know what that place is, a brick factory. I don't know what they're doing, right? I don't think he even works there. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they don't really I mean, let's be this. honest. This story starts with uh, this. This is the story of how Cassian kills a fascist. Yeah. And everything yeah. that happens after that. 
No, it's great. And it's great because we see sort of like early Empire stuff in the Outer Rim, right? Because that that planet is in the Outer Rim or it's it's in, you know, it's not it's not within the heart of the Empire. Let's yeah, say. they're on uh, Morlana one. Yeah, he's on at, at the beginning. The beginning scenes are on Morlana one. Um, not uh, then he ultimately goes to Ferrix, and that's where the majority of this takes place. Right. Exactly. And on Morlana one. At the start of the uh, at the start of the show, there is a private-run security firm that does on-world security, right, and not the Empire itself. And that security firm reports to the Empire, right. Um, so that's like the chief constable and everybody that we meet uh, at, at the beginning uh, of of the series. Uh, but the Empire itself does not have troops stationed there. Right. So this is all being ran on world by this security firm. And we meet a lieutenant constable like the second in command. And he has uh, hilariously altered his uniform to be tighter cut and, and crisper and cleaner. Right. And the chief constable's like, what a nerd. Yeah. Did you do something? He's like, yeah, I took it in at the uh, chest. And like uh, the, that scene was just funny. He made his his homegrown security forces uniform look more like an imperial uniform. Yeah, I think uh, this is was, uh, this is Cyril. Yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It, but it's it, it, it tells something of his character. He does long to be. A member of of the empire, right? right. You know, what I mean, right. not a not a not a minor secure, off world security force. Yeah, you know? yeah. So, so the crux the crux of the twelve episodes is uh, Cassian kills a fascist. Cassian kills a fascist, and that's how he gets on the radar of the empire, um, yes. and that's how he gets on the radar of Cyril, and. Um, yes. But he's how, also he's basically he's he's looking for one final big score to like settle all his debts and then hopefully get enough money to like go off world with his, his mother. Right. Yeah. He, he's, he's selling that Imperial, uh, whatever part. Right? Well, he's uh, sorry. He's, he's for, and I don't know if this is, I don't know if this is ever resolved, but he's looking for his sister that's, how That's he, what it is. That's how he's trying to get off world because he's looking for a sister and it is not resolved in the show. But yeah, yes, so yes. he's looking for a sister. Um, he comes across. He gets he gets harassed by these two officers. They, there's a scuffle. He kills. He kills one of them. Um, actually, minute, he accidentally kills one of them and then straight he up just murks the other one. The other one. Yeah. 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 Um, so then he. Um, he tries to get everyone to cover for him back on Ferrix. Yeah. And um, he's got like he's got a uh, like a like a like a imperial navigation circuit box thing. Yeah, right. Right. And he's going like, to intact in and it's he, uh, probably has like all like, you know, current imperial codes or whatever. Yeah. And like, you know, make your ship look like an imperial ship, right. whatever it is. It's a very valuable piece of thing right. that he that he's got. Yeah. So he wants to have um he wants to have his friend Bix arrange a meeting with her black market buyer guy, right? Yeah. And yeah. um, you know, so that he can sell it and get some money so that he can then get his his mother, uh, Marva. Yep. And their droid, the best character in the show. Uh B <laughs> two yeah. emo. Yeah. Which is, I'm telling you, 
he's the he's the he's the best character in this he's awesome. in this up. Yeah, he, super he's, awesome. He's yeah, super awesome. Yeah. So um, they the the black market buyer ends up being um, Stellan Skarsgård's um, Luthen Rail, who is part of like this budding um, rebellion. Yeah, it's more of an underground, right? Like there's there's several rebel cells, right? Because you have like Saw Guerrera, right? And right. So, so Saw is still out there. You have uh, a couple of former like separatist leaders that are still like, you know, there's so so. But Luthen is is a an anti empire, uh, you know, activist, but. More than just like a political activist, he you know he kind of has his own small cell and works with yeah. a lot of the different cells, right? Yeah, and Luther uh, fronts as a uh, like an antiques dealer on Corsicant, just like Corsant. a Corsant. Yeah. I'm sorry, Corsant, yeah. and um, uh, you which know, kind of like which is great because because yeah, so Luther meets uh, Cassian to buy the the Imperial thingamabobber, right? right? And the security forces are closing in on him, right? Because against the advice of the the chief constable, um, Cyril goes in, gets everybody riled up. He's like, "Yeah, let's go get this guy. He's a cop killer." You know, I mean, like whatever, basically, right? And like, so the security forces are closing in, and and you know, Luthen is like, "Yeah, I could buy this for you, or I could give you what I think you really want." Yeah, and he's he's like, "What?" He's like, "A chance to really hurt them." Yeah, right, like so a chance to really hurt the empire. One of the reasons why the uh, one of the reasons why the security forces get a hold of them so fast is because Bix, who is like a close friend of um, Cassian Andor, um, her boyfriend rats them out. Yeah, he thinks he's he thinks he's sus, so he rats right. him out. He also thinks there's something up. Between Bix and Cassian, right, right. Yeah. He's he's jealous. Yeah, he's jealous for yeah. sure. <laughs> so, um, at some point, one of the things that happens that pushes Cyril his motivation in this is that he uh, inadvertently. I don't think he actually. I don't know if he has anything to do with this or not. I can't forget. They cover up the two the murders of the two security guards. Yes. They basically yes. cover it up and then they get and then at some point they get caught out by the empire once this whole deal goes through and and they don't catch Andor or Luthen. Um then they go after Cyril and he gets he basically gets fired, sent home yeah. to live with his mom. Yeah. Um, which is again hilarious. Hilarious. Right? Like Yeah. And uh yeah, so Cyril's Cyril's life. So Luthen, you know, basically helps Cassian escape and is like he could be a part of something, you know, something a part of something bigger. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then he has basically this job with a a, a rebel cell um, to steal like a, a huge supply of credits from an imperial base. Mm-hmm. Right, and that's on what's the name of that planet? Is that? Uh, I don't know. It doesn't. Is matter. that um, Aldani? I think it's Aldani. Yeah, I think it's Aldani, right? Yeah. So, like, 
uh, you know, Cassian doesn't really care about the uh, the the rebellion or any of that. Just the the idea of making several hundred thousand credits, you know, and stealing yeah. like, you know, like that's that's all he's in for, right? And you know, so you know, Luthen drops him off on planet. You know, the the one girl who's like the leader of this rebel cell is like, you know, what what is this? And he's like, well, we're changing it. He's competent, you know, yada yada yada, and then. He goes in and he meets the rest of this rebel cell. Uh, one of the guys is like really, really like has like a manifesto. He's all about, you know, like the rebellion against the empire. Uh, another guy. Um, I'm trying really to remember. So Vel, uh, Vel is the leader. Uh, that's uh, she's played by was it Faye Marseille? Um, yep. There's another woman, um, Cinta. Um, played yes. by Verada Sethu. And then there's a couple of other smaller characters. There's the younger kid who has there's like the, the manifesto. Kid who has the manifesto. Then there's the one dude that's kind of like a mercenary too, right? Yeah. And then there's then there's the other dude who's a lieutenant in the Empire. He's the Imperial officer and the contact on the inside. Yeah. Right? I just can't remember everybody's names at this point. No, neither could I. It's been a while. Well, it's important. It's important. Like to a degree, it is important because like it, it you know, these people all have they have a role to play in this. Yeah, yeah. And like so basically as this this there's this festival that happens once every 10 years or whatever. There's this uh there's this um it's like the northern lights almost. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, but it's like, it, it, but it's like comets. It's it's not because yeah. it's because it, it, it's something physical and is substantial that happens in the sky because that's what they're basically using for cover as they make their getaway. Oh yeah, it's almost like fireworks almost or like star, like um they're shooting like stars yeah, or comets. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. yeah, but it's a lot of them. Yeah. Right, and it's this big religious thing on, on the on the inhabitants of the planet, right? And the empire is just like, yeah, whatever. It's cool lights. Yeah. Fuck these well, there's, people, so there's right? a there's a huge like there's this religious sect. They take a pilgrimage to Aldani every time that this this phenomenon occurs. Right. Um and the I empire just tolerates them, right? They, to they tolerate it, yeah. But that, but, but all of these things are going to help provide cover for these guys to sneak in. Now they also have a person on the inside, yeah. um, and I, I forget how it worked, but I think like his his wife or something was killed by the empire, and he was he's just been like seething and waiting for a chance to like get back at them. Um, yeah, I can't. I can't remember what his motivation was, right? But he he was he was like a lieutenant within there. Uh, he was in charge of like the guards, changes and stuff like that, and gave a lot of men time off so that they could go see this, uh, you know, uh, cosmic event that happens once every ten years, right? Mm -hmm. And like that's the whole like the that's the only plus side of being stationed on Aldani is you might get to be able to see yeah. these lights, right? So the security is is very lax. Yeah, know? yeah. So while some of this is going on. There are interspersed flashbacks of Cassian's youth. Cassian yeah. is not the son of Marva, per se. No, no, he's not at all. He, he, she finds him on a planet. So I, I can't remember exactly what happened to all the parents, but it seems like it's it's just kids. 
Right. Yeah, it like, does look just, like there's a lot of kids. Maybe the parents are way like fighting yeah. something. I don't know. No idea what's going yeah. on, right? But it it just definitely looks like Peter Pan and the Big Lord of the uh, Flies uh, vibes. It's a big Lord of the Flies. They all got <laughs> sticks and slingshots and whatnot. It's a, it's a you know it's the Lost Boys uh, kind of vibe going on, right? Um, and there is uh, uh, a old Republic cruiser that crashes, right? And uh, uh, Cassian's adopted mother is basically there with 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 B two emo and um, and and her partner, right? Uh, basically, you know, like. Scavenging through the ship for parts and things like that. They're like scavengers and things like that. And and Cassian's uh, sister, who I believe is the the leader of the Pretty Lost much, Boys. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's like the leader of the Lost Boys, right? Um, so they're getting there, and and like they're you know they don't know what to do. It's you know. Again, they seem relatively primitive, right? They have like sticks and stuff like that, and like you know like whatever right they they don't have like blasters but they seem to know what blasters are and what spaceships are yeah right? I, I don't know <clears throat> but anyways some stuff goes down with so they're not clones although i think there were a couple of clones in the wreckage i think they maybe showed a, some clone there was like some it was like crew it was just like some crew of uh like they like a ship crashed the kids all go to investigate yeah. Near some and then one, mining a couple operation, couple of dudes got some blasters. Yeah, you know, a bunch of dead kids. They they um, they they attack. They attack their attackers. Yeah. Then Cassis stays, and he looks. He's he's looking around inside the ship. He's like scavenging around inside the ship. Everybody else yeah. runs off, and then uh, Marva and her husband Clem they show up to start scavenging the ship, and they come across Cass, and then at this point, like. I assume it's like the imperial, like the republic starts to sh- like the imperial like troops start to yeah, show yeah. up, I'm so they have sure to get out like somewhere right around the time of the fall of the republic and the rise of the empire. Right? It's yeah. I, I believe it's somewhere right around there. So they have to like they have to like split. So they Mar uh, Marva chooses to take Cass with them, and he you know becomes her their you know kind of son. adopted son, adopted yeah. son, yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, and so that that's going on. We also see some additional stuff with Luthen as he goes back to Coruscant, and it's it's really funny because he's such a hard nosed you know rebel and just a really badass. Yeah, but when he's the the antiques dealer on uh, Coruscant, yeah. he's very extravagant. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. It's it's very like it's it's a very like sort of you know high court. You know, like, you know, Parisian sort of feel in the capital. You know, everybody's I mean, playing a role. Yeah. Right. And we uh, we get to that. We, we get to see uh, Senator Mon Mothra. Right. Yeah. She comes in to uh, buy some things for Luthen and buy uh, some yeah, things. Yeah. Yeah. Buy some things from Luthen. And we see really the start of Mon Mothra. Um, who, you know, obviously legend from the Star Wars uh, original trilogy, right? As as uh, you know, leader of the Republic rebellion, right? And uh, you know, she was a senator of, of the old Republic, and she's been in you know tons of Clone Wars and Rebels and things like that. Uh, but we see, uh, I, I don't know the actress that plays a young Mon Mothra, uh, but she's she's fantastic, right? Uh, what do we say here? Um, it's Genevieve O'Reilly. It's Mon <clears throat> Mon Mothma. 
Mon Mothma. Mothma. Yeah. So the, 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 this is where the, this is where it starts to get really yeah, Mo- interesting. Mothra fights. Uh, Mothra fights Godzilla. Godzilla. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there's a lot of like, there's a lot of like political espionage that starts to go on. Right. Yes. Mon Mothma plays two different characters. Right. She's like she's a politician, she's, but she's also like a rebel fundraiser. Right. Um, she's she's funding a lot of the the rebel cells activities right. through her various charitable works. Well, not initially, right? So this is one yeah. of the things that this is one of the things where the news kind of tightens around her is that like they start the the empire starts going through their like bank records and finds that there's like a big chunk of money that was taken out right, of their right. bank account. And right. so then there's like there and becomes her husband, this and and her husband Thankfully or not thankfully or whatever, who's not a senator, who's not, uh, you know, really into any sort of, you know, idea of rebellion, but is definitely like an elitist snob. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Also has had like a gambling problem in the past. So she's been able to use that as like, you know, oh, Tony's gambled away our money again. Right. Right. I have funded several terrorist cells right <laughs> you know what i mean yeah it's so there, there there is a lot of political intrigue there luthan yeah. plays several characters right so he's the flamboyant antiques dealer but he's also a very shrewd uh and wily like um kind of rebel he's he's a saboteur and a spy yeah they, I mean? yeah like pretty much yeah 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 yeah, and like uh, uh, for the rebellion, and uh, uh, it, but he he also he has he has a small cell, and and we we find out later that Val um, is uh, Mon Mothma's uh, uh, cousin, right? So she also has this sort of other role within, of course, you know, high imperial society, right? Um, <clears throat> which is great because we we normally we. We never really got a chance to see much of that during during anything, right? So during the original trilogy, the only really shots of the Empire that we get are military, right? Oh, yeah. We, we don't get any societal views, uh, especially of Coruscant, right? Um, but even, even like, we, we don't get societal views of... Like, say, like Alderaan or something like that, right? Like, we don't get to see any of these worlds throughout the original trilogy. We only get to see really what's going on in terms of battle, right? Like, Dagobah is devoid of life. There's only, you know, Yoda and Luke there, right? Tatooine is a, is a, is a far outer rim planet, right? That's not really in the Empire. It's also a wasteland. Um, so th- uh, this is the first time that we really get to see society within the imperial age right so that 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 to me was interesting yeah and so while while there's this going on like this kind of uh you know a lot of double lives and a lot of espionage and things like that there's also the same thing going on on the imperial side right there's right Cyril, who's like you know he He's playing two roles, right? Like he's just some 
you know, private security schmuck, but he also wants to secret. He wants to help the empire. He wants to like, and and you never really get. I, I don't know if I ever really understood. Maybe I I feel like it's just to make his mom happy or something. I assume that that's just. <laughs> I assume it's just yeah. mother issues of some sort. Yeah, yeah, it could have been right. Like he gets another job from his uncle, like in in accounting. I I don't know. Uh, some some of the things that that is so you know a slight deterrent right or, or you know like if i if i could say any of the anything negative some of the outfit choices uh in, in that like where it it looked like he was wearing a necktie and things like that like i didn't care for that because it didn't fit into like star wars all that much which you know lucas was always always animate on like i don't want any buttons showing i don't want any zippers showing i don't want any snaps showing and things like that like he wanted it to be that sort of look which was definitely you know like something different uh from a space standpoint if you look even like on certain jackets you don't see zippers and everything the the cover over for all of that is very intent right so like i was like dude's wearing a tie in a in a cardigan like that's that doesn't quite fit it but yeah that that is literally my only complaint. You know what I mean? Is that that one dude had a cardigan on? You know what I mean? Like that's like I could get through that. Yeah. Yeah. So like as the series goes on, there's like there's a lot. Everything gets more and more and more tense, right? So like it's it's nothing but a <coughs> a rising wave. Yeah. Right? Like so it is, like it is a building crescendo. And what's great about it is every episode built. There's no filler in that twelve episode arc. No, the real. I mean, there really isn't. Well, do you consider the time that he spends in the penal colony like filler no. or more that motivation? Was, that's that. That results, that culminates in one of the greatest prison escape scenes ever committed to film. That prison escape is fantastic. It is unbelievable. And the, the prison itself with like the the electric floor and that's cool oh, I mean, and everything is great about that. How like even how like um uh, um how Gollum, Andy Circus, right? Andy Circus, right? Hundred percent <laughs> Gollum, though. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, it's fair. Yeah. How he's like, he's he's their cell block leader, and he's like, you you sit here, you do your time, you build the things, and then you get out, right? He's got yo know, eighty seven days left in his sentence, then he gets out, and then like as it's building, they're like, no, this is wrong. What they're doing to us is wrong. Yada yada yada, and, and the prison itself, right? Because the floor. They can just turn it. Everybody's barefoot. Yeah. Right. Only only the guards have these magnetic boots on. Right. They can electrocute the floor and just zap a bunch of people at any time. Right. Yeah. So, you know, but they're like, they like whatever. Then they find out that nobody ever gets out. Right. They just move people from one floor to another floor and they just killed an entire room of people because somebody realized that this guy was on level three before and now he's on level five so they just killed everybody on level five and that's yeah. when andy circus is like how, how do we get out of here yep yeah i mean like there is no end of this rope yeah i mean and like just everything going on all right so uh, so we we got a little ahead of ourselves right basically they steal all the money the credits right and this is the biggest crime ever committed against the empire right cassian obviously doing it 
for very selfish needs, which is a shitload of money, right? He's yeah. doing it for money. Val believes in the cause. Her girlfriend believes in the cause. The young kid with the manifesto, he definitely believed in the cause. He uh, got murdered, right? right. Well, now, so ne- Nemec, Nemec, uh, Nemec is the kid. Skeen is the other dude. While they're yeah. trying to, while they're trying to get out, um, well, I mean, it turns into a shit show because um, yeah, troops show up. Yeah, yeah. They've got to fight their way out. While this is all happening, like they're they're on the ship trying to get out, and like a whole bunch of stuff shifts, and it basically crushes this kid. So once they once they like they have this very elaborate one shot plan, he needs, you know, I think Cassian's going to do the flying because he knows the ship and they've got to like get out, get to a certain altitude, stay with like the comet comets and stuff, stuff, use that for cover and then get out. And then once they get out, they get to like this, they get off world um, and while they're Vel is with. Um, uh, Nemec trying to take care of him, so she's with like a medic. They're trying to like trying to like help him. Skeen right. is like Skeen is like trying to like he you know he doesn't He's, really he doesn't believe in in the in he the doesn't thing, really care. Right? He he had a story about how the Empire killed his family, right, and all this other stuff, and that's why he was there. But he's like he's like that's all bullshit. My he's brother, like, he's not dead or what? Yeah, yeah whatever, yeah. you know. Right. He's like, yeah. He's like, I'm here for the money, just like yeah. you. So he's he like, offers could, to split could, it. We could, we could go in, kill this chick, fifty fifty, me and you. Yeah. You know yeah. I mean, That's I, mean I don't even know. If he, I don't even know if you suggest that. I think he's just like while they're, while our backs turn, we just split. So yeah. he like he says that Cassian panics and just blasts the dude. Him. Yeah. Um, yeah. He he yeah. tells he tells Val Val freaks out. Hmm? Um, and he's like, he's like, I'm done. I'm taking my money, taking my and cut. I'm, and I'm, I'm out. Going. And you get to keep everything else, right? The other way is that this dude would have left you here to die, and and you know, what I mean, and taken all of it. Yeah, right. So she doesn't. She doesn't know what to believe, but she also gives um, Cassian Nemec's little manifesto. Right. He wanted he wanted him to have the manifesto. So he gives him the manifesto. Right. So here, once again, we're getting motivation. Right. We're getting more and more motivation while this right. is going on. All the um, like, was it ISB? The, the, the Imperial yeah, the Security ISB, the, yeah, Bureau? The Imperial, oh. Yes. Um, yes. They're they like are, they're the meeting security and intelligence branch of the military. They're also one of the cooler ones because they wear the white. Yep. Uniforms, the white shoes, white, the yeah. hats, and everything. Yeah. So there, this is where you know, um, somewhere in here is where we meet um, blonde girl, <laughs> Deidre De- Miro. She yep, is blonde girl. Uh, blonde girl. Um, she is like, <laughs> um, she's a, like a like a supervisor in the Imperial Security Bureau, and she's like, you see a lot of like conniving going on they're like yeah. tr- she's trying to work her way up um other people are trying to work their way up sometimes they're stepping on each other but she's like you know we need to follow this lead oh they stole this part look look around did they steal some other parts what are they stealing where are they doing yeah. and so she's Who's like following these yeah she's exactly. following she's following the paper trail right she's following the she's, paper trail cyril's like the money she cyril's like you know they 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 have an they have a, a, a they meet and yeah he yeah she calls him in for questioning 
and like she's really mean and and stuck up and and British, right? Very British. <laughs> very British, right? And she's she's very much a Malfoy. Yeah. Right? Uh, <laughs> she looks like Draco Malfoy. Sounds like Draco Malfoy. Um, but uh, yeah, so obviously he loves her. Right, uh, he's just like, oh my god, she's so. Mean. There's a lot of uns- so- no. I think you know some of this is like once again, this is his like inferiority complex. Like he's got to like impress his mother, oh, who yeah, constantly yeah, yeah. wants to have a job. He wants to impress her so that he can then impress the empire. You know what I mean? Because he he like wants to be in oh, the yeah, empire. Yeah, yeah. So, um, right. so he's, he's he's trying he's trying to bring build himself up to like you know uh, moth level. He's trying to be like a grand grand moth. Still. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, But, you know, there's probably a little bit of this. He's he's probably definitely smitten with her power and her smugness. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For for sure. sure. And the accent. He loves the accent. Yeah, he totally he totally wishes he could have that that British accent. Yeah. Yeah. Which he'll he'll die. I bet season two he gets British accent. Nice. (laughs) I will 100 percent guarantee season two. (laughs) Cyril from Queens. Once we get through the first half of the series, we get into the back end of the series where, like, um, this is where start you know this is where so, shit gets real, right? So, yeah. So Cassian has a bunch of money. He goes back to his mom. Is like, we can get out of here, yada yada yada, right? And 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 now imperial troops are on the planet, right? Like the Empire, based off of what Narcissa Malfoy said, is is investigating the planet and where the parts were stolen and looking for. Um, uh, uh, Andor, right? Like Cassian yeah. is a person of interest, even though they haven't like released his picture and stuff to everybody and everything like that. Yeah, you know I mean, but also people uh, on Ferrix know that he's to blame for now the heavy imperial presence that's there, right? Right, because they're and, they're, and, 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 but they think it's related to the killing of the two security officers, correct. right? And not this. Highly publicized, uh, publicized, publicized, yeah. publicized um, theft against the empire, right? Of of eighty million in payroll credits, right? It was an imperial payroll that they yeah. robbed too, which was pretty sweet. So this is like inspiring people uh, across the galaxy to like start standing up yeah. to the empire, right? And the and, funny thing, and and against his best, his better wishes, it. I don't know if it. I don't know if it inspires her. But, no, it, it totally does because she mentions so, it, right? Because she's like, she's like, look at what these people did. Yeah, she's like, I can stay here and I can make a difference. Yeah. On so my she planet. decides she wants to stay, and he's now he's he, you know, she, she won't, she won't leave with him and and split. Right, and she's like, she's telling him like, not everybody's built to stand up and fight the empire, right? Which is like a funny thing because he's the person that did it, and like the mission is. Solely a success is, is a success right. because, because of, of him. Andor, right? Right. Yeah, I mean, but but obviously he just did it for the money, not not the the theory and the hope that it inspired, right, in other people. You know, and, but he can't just be like, I was just getting a paycheck. Yeah, you know what I mean, so he ends up leaving and going to this tropical island, yeah, um, with, like a tourist some, island. Right, and he cha- he changes he changes his name to Keith Gergo. Yeah, and while he's like while he's on this island, he's just like walking to a store, and like he's there with some girl that yeah he's he's like he's gonna get like a freezy pop right 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 and, and he's just uh, going to the store and they're just like hey you look you smell funny 
Yeah. Well, no, gonna... some, something happens on the beach, right? And people start running, and he's like, I got to get out of here. And, and the, yeah, then some yeah. officer. He's like, you, fit the, like, you well, fit the description. He, yeah, right. He, yeah, he gets a you fit the description, right? And like, so he gets taken in by uh, an, an Imperial uh, security droid, which is pretty awesome because that's also in Rogue One, right? Yeah. Like his buddy, right? Um, and like, so he gets sent before a judge, and because, right, of the payroll theft, right? The train robbery, right? Because it is sort of like a space train, right? <laughs> that they do wind up, right? Yeah, there, I think there's a direct that's purposely done to make it look like a train, right? Because it is sort of like a train heist, yeah. right? And uh, so just as the that robbery has inspired uh, things on the rebellion side uh, on the people who are downtrod- downtrodden by the empire, right. To, to stand up. It's also inspired the empire to crack down on like all serious crimes. So this charge of like disturbing the peace, right. Which normally maybe would have gotten him a fine, like lands him like in a max security work environment prison. Yeah. He gets like six years in prison. Yes. And then this is where, you know, the next couple episodes, this is where he's like, he's on the the, the prison raft. With, I just consider it the raft. Like, you remember Marvel Comics, they had the, the raft, yeah, which yeah, is yeah, like, yeah, 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 you yeah. know, the penal colony. That's what I, th- that's why, you know, liken it to. But while he's there, this is where Deidre questions Cyril. Cyril wants to help. She's like, nah, I'm good. Yeah. Um, she goes to Ferrix. And picks up Bix. And this is where they start to torture her to try to get information from her. Right. Right. And then while this is going on, um, uh, what's her name? Falls. Uh, she gets sick and, and I, didn't she, she may die at this point. Um, yeah, she she dies. And then she has Marva. Sort of yeah. A, yeah. Marva dies. And um, she basically they have like a traditional funeral for her where they they are i swear to god they're brick builders because there's a whole thing where they put the special brick in the wall and stuff like that i don't know what these people do but i definitely feel like they're making some sort of bricks right that's cool and then uh but then she has like a um she's uh she's like head of the daughters of of uh Ferrix, right or, or mm-hmm. whatever right which is like a society there and she has this huge like hologram kind of thing right where she gives like a final her farewell right her last words right and everything and basically tells the people to stand up to the empire yeah right yeah um, while th- while this is all going on Mon Moth uh, yeah, was, Ka- was trying to get out of like her predicament, so she meets her, with like this shady her, dude. Her, her cash flow problems, right? Yeah. And then also, oh, we forgot the whole thing with Luthen, where Luthen has an imperial spy. Well, that's right? this is yeah, this is we're right. This is right around this point, right? This is yeah. all the same point. So <laughs> there's so much going on. There's so many. What's What's great about the show is like while you're watching it, it is very easy to keep track of what's going on, right? But uh, as we're talking about it now, it's like, oh yeah, I totally forgot about the imperial spy that Luthen has, right? And th- Luthen visits Saw Gerrera, shouts Forrest Whitaker, right? Hundred um, percent. 
Yeah, and like is basically trying to get him to side with uh, this other rebel cell to do this um, sort of attack on whatever imperial thing, right? Yeah. And so I was, so I was like, nah, I don't want to do that. That dude's a separatist, and he's like, you know, Luthen's like, we're all fighting the fight. You know, what I mean, like right. we, we 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 can't worry about who was a republic, who was you know, blah blah blah, blah. <clears throat> and then, um, basically. Uh, Luthen's contact, who's in the ISB, right, lets him know that that Deirdre has basically drawn these lines and is connecting these dots, which sort of which all lead back to Luthen, mm. right? Um, they have a great the, they have a great tête à tête, like yeah. right. It, it's 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 a great scene, right? And then basically. You know, he's like, I wanted to tell you before those people attack that thing that they know they're coming. And he's like, okay. He's like, the plan goes on, as mentioned. He's like, those people are going to die. He's like, yeah, I know. He's like, and that's why you have to understand that you're more important than those 50 people, their right. families. Yada. He's like, that's why you have to stay where you are. Right. Because yeah. these 50 people all died to keep you safe. Yeah. They're, they they're, they're, everyone starts to get more and more trapped in the roles that they're in. Yes. Right? Yes. As a spy, he has to stay embedded as a spy because that's where he's most helpful to the cause is to be there. Now, that also means he's got to turn the other cheek when other people are going to die. But then also, Luthen is stuck. He is, he's just, this is always going to be his fight. Yeah. He's never, this is, this is what he's going to do. This is what his life means now is just, yeah. is just this, this rebellion. Right. Right. Um, you know, so it's like it's, it's it's this bigger, you know, message about how everyone ends up trapped in, you know, these roles, and, I guess. And and while all this is going on, right, this is pre-rebellion, right? So all but all of these little victories or inconveniences are happening against the Empire, right? The payroll robbery, the prison break. Right. The escape from a prison is a huge win. Huge deal. Yeah. Right. And 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 Andy Serkis, who like who's you know, like leading and, and telling everybody because there's only a, a, a handful of guards and they, they have this in, ingenious plan to disable the electric floor and, and get all this stuff going. Right. There's only a handful of guards. The prisoners outnumber the guards like, uh, you know. 50 to 1 like whatever right right, right. And, and 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 these prison guards aren't spartans so so it's not good odds right <laughs> yeah i mean so andy circus you know uh inspires the entire prison to to escape and flee and yada 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 and they get all the way there and it's like andy circus is like i can't swim and they're on a completely they're in the it's middle rad, of the yeah. ocean. Yeah they're, yeah, they're in the middle of the ocean, right? So, like, they, they, as 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 the crowd of prisoners is just rushing, right? It's you like know, lemmings. Cir- yeah, right. Just off the cliff, you know, Circus gets pushed in. Cassian can't grab him, and so like. You assume he's he dies, right? But like he died at 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 what a, what a he was you know free. what a he yeah, died he free. free. He died breathing free air and leading, you know, thousands of prisoners to freedom. Right. Right. Uh, so that that's going on. You got uh, so Cassian gets off. He he contacts uh, his his one friend, his one buddy there, uh, finds out that basically, he, you know, they're like, Cass, you know, your mom's dead, you know. Right. Um, 
and so like he decides he has to go back to like save her well and then he finds out that biggs is 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 imprisoned there yeah but yeah. also um deidre thinks that she believes it because marva's dead that he's going to make an appearance and this yeah, is their chance that, to yeah, that Cassian's going to come back. Yes. Yeah. This is their chance to set the trap. So they're, you know, they have people out on the streets, but also Luthen has, um, I, I mean, at this point, I mean, you know, halfway through the series, um, Luthen's, um, what is his, what is her name? She's like, um, oh, that, that works at the, uh, the, the, the pawn shop with him. Yeah. The uh, Clea, store. Clea. Yeah. So she, she tells, she tells Vel that, you know, like they've got to kill Cassian. Uh, so Cassian. That, yeah. So, so he Val, doesn't tell anybody. Val and what's her face. Yeah. So Cassian to them is a yeah. loose thread because right. he worked the job. He knows the thing, but he's not part of the cause. Right. So right. Vel, Vel's on the planet. Synth is on the planet. Luthen shows up. So everybody shows up. All the players are there. Luthen went and saw Sagarai, and there's a great uh, part where, like, you know, Luthen goes and tells Saw that all, all these people are going to die, right? And, like, that's just the way it is. And Saw gets kind of pissed off. But there's a part where his security force takes something from him, and he's like, you know, give it back or, you know, whatever. And oh, that random so, dude. Yeah, that random dude, right? But if you if you look up that scene, there's a bunch of, like, theories and stuff. Is Luthen in that, in that scene, is he holding a lightsaber? What? Yeah, look it up. Look, look, look up. I don't want to look that up. Yeah, get the no, fuck out of here. Because then you can look at it, because look at it, it looks like a lightsaber. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, there's, so like, there's I, like a it's like it's like one of um saw Guerrero's is that is it one of his is that one, one of his, his people's yeah 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 and then he tricks saw and being like yeah no it's a, you want to know who's in your organization that works for me it's this guy and the guy's like it's not me. yeah oh, it's <laughs> no, no, it's not me. yeah right and it's not him it's not him but Luthen uses it to get advantage of the situation he's he's like you see how emotions control people I took this so like he grabs a blaster off the guy right and he's right. got everybody you know he's like this is why emotions aren't good yeah i mean like you know and, uh but yeah so that that happens does luthan have a lightsaber look that up that looks you know it looks like a lightsaber but i don't know what it is but it looks like a lightsaber i don't think luthan's a jedi if he is he's gone a long way from being a jedi yeah i mean um so then yeah so then it it, it all it all culminates on on with all the players right you know the the stage is set all the players are there, right? Um, his, his mom's dead. She makes this speech about fighting back. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And then, then the Empire is trying to, you know, whoever the, uh, the commander is there is trying to take more of an iron grip about how these people can mourn the loss right. of this daughter of Ferrix, right? And... Um, <clears throat> Yeah, you can only you can only be out on the street for this long. You only have this much time. Well, they jump the gun. They go out. They start their they start their procession like early. Yeah, everybody's getting thrown off while this is all going on. Right. Um, Cassian is um, 
tracking down Bix. He knows that she's been like captured. Yeah. And so she he sneaks into like the hotel or whatever that they're using. Um, like one of the he almost attacks one of the cooks who he knows, but he like now everybody left, you know, and he he finds Bix and rescues her. And there's a big riot. Um Yeah, you know, like I think an Imperial officer like you know, opens fire on a pro and then like all hell breaks loose. Rocks start throwing. It's 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 a legit riot in the streets of Ferrix, right? And um, uh, at this point, I think uh, Deandra Brasso is uh, Brasso is the is the friend of. Cassian, that's on Cassian. that. Yeah, yeah, who yeah. Is, is the masonry worker, I guess. Let's say. Yeah, the, yeah, the brick builder. Yeah, yeah. he like He's... he like goes off on like some some of these empire guard hoodlum thugs, and yes. then everybody all hell breaks loose, right? Yeah. Um. In in the in the melee, Deidre gets knocked down and stomped on, and then she gets rescued by, by Cyril, Cyril, who's yeah, there um... with like one of the other one of the other security guys, who's yeah. like you know. So like everything kind of happens, um, Sir, uh, uh, not Sir, uh Cassian manages to get um, Bix and Brasso to a ship that's waiting to to leave, yeah. and and there's there's B two emo, my boy, yeah. like just the most adorable droid, so cool, so yeah, loyal. Cute little android. He's he's getting out. He's got a little bit of a stutter. He's, he's cool, old. Uh, he's he's old. like an old droid. He's just the, he's a filing cabinet, right? No. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like this, <laughs> he's a filing cabinet on he's wheels. He's a red filing cabinet. Yeah, and uh, yeah. So like, wait, does Biggs die? I can't remember. Who? No, no. Bix, Bix, uh, Bix, uh, B two emo. Um, Brazo and one of the sisters or one of the daughters of Ferrix, they all end up on a ship and he's like, go, I'll find you. I'll find you. Yeah, I'll that's find you. Be yeah, and, yeah. and between was like, yeah, he always finds us, you know, yeah. and, and Bix says the same thing. And then he goes to, he actually finds Luthen's ship. Yeah, yeah. He realizes, yeah. you know, he must, he must, I don't know, I don't know how he figured this Which, out. I believe it is, that is the ship that is the U-Wing that is Rogue One. Right? Is, uh, is it, Luton, it? I think so. Yeah. That's possible. Yeah. I I think it is. Yeah. I'm not 100 percent sure, but I I I think it is. Um. But yeah. So he finds Luthen's ship. Does he find Luthen? Uh. He he finds the. Sh I think he finds the ship first. Then Luthen comes back and gets on the ship, and um. Cassian is there, and he's like, just do what do whatever. Do what you, you want to kill me. Do whatever. Right. I, which is just totally I, that part is a little bit off to me. Like, a, how do you know that's a? Sh I mean, I guess like, how do yeah. you find his ship on this planet? Right, like, right, right. What do you right. just see the ship and be like, oh, I know who show? Because he was on the ship at one point. Yeah. Right. But still, like, I mean, how do you know where it landed? Like, this is something that ISB couldn't do, right? Um, it's really easy to confuse yeah. ISB with that. So he's ideas, like, but... he's like, you can kill me, you can take me in. Like he's, you know, he's thinking like he's he's thinking like they're gonna turn him in, like Luthen would turn him into the Empire or something. Yeah, yeah, which would never and, happen. Yeah, and so of course, like Luthen just like smiles because you know that this is where this is gonna go. Yeah, like he's like, you know, he's like, I can use this guy. You 100%. know, he's he's affected. Yeah, I mean, it's the smartest business decision Luthen's ever made. He's like, no, yeah, not. Yeah. And he's like, now let's really let's really do something to hurt him. Yeah, right. I mean, so but he is. You don't. It's it's kind of very much left. 
you know, kind of out, kind of up in the air, but not really. No, then yeah, there's... I mean, it, it, it ties in everything that's happening in the story, but it leaves it open for new things to happen, new yeah. adventures to happen in a very positive way that leads up to Rogue One. You know what yeah. I mean? Then there's then um, there's a then there's a post credits at the end of Episode Twelve where yeah. all the all the parts that they were making on the raft in the in the penal colony, yeah, these yeah. droids are using it, and they're assembling the firing the 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 dish for the uh, Death of Star. The Death Star, yeah, it's so cool. It's, so, yeah. yeah, I mean, I know that there's there's some, there's probably going to be some a little bit of plot points that we missed here and there because there was a lot no, going on. There were a lot it, of characters. It's a huge show. It's a lot of characters. It's a great story, and we're trying to bang it out in one episode. And and yeah, I mean, um, but. You know, we we said this before we started recording, or I said this before we started recording. This is definitely my favorite content of the Disney era of Star Wars. Yeah, for sure. You I mean, this I mean? is uh, it's it's hard to like think of things that you didn't like in the show, right? Like the characters were good. The characters had other characters that enhanced those characters. The characters' um, motivations were clear. It made sense why they were doing the things they were doing, right? They right. weren't just doing them. Right. Uh, you, you, you see the hero who doesn't really buy in to what the the rebellion is selling, right? And he's still, he, and, and at the end of season one, he still hasn't. No, not 100%. He yeah. likes uh, some of what Merrick's manifest. He did read it, right? And he likes some of what the kid had to say. But he doesn't believe that these people are really doing it, right? Yeah. And there's a reason. Because at this point, they're not. You know what I mean? Like, Luthen is sketchy as fuck. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, he's, 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 he's as a, sketchy as he needs to be. And he's a great character. He's Absolutely. amazing. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Yeah. But I think after this, after after Marva dies, and I think after Bix is tortured, and he's got to rescue her, and he sees how like beaten down how, she is, you start. I think that you can start to like you start. He starts to understand just how evil the Empire is, right? Right. right. And like the thing about this show is, it's not just a great Star Wars show; it's a great show. It's a great like espionage thriller, a hundred percent. You know, it yeah, is, uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, this is this is as to me, it's as close to 10 as you can get. The like, acting as, is great. As far as the content that Disney Plus has produced since like the streaming app has come available, like how can like how can we say this isn't the best thing they've done? What's oh, yeah, better? For sure. Like yeah, what no. what have they done? What have they put on Disney Plus that's been better than this? Right. No. The 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 acting is amazing. The story is amazing. Uh, the cinematography is amazing. The special effects uh, are amazing. The scenes, everything is 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 fantastic. Mm -hmm. And it's on this great scale, but it also feels very small too, right? Like it's right. not, it's not, it's not too much. Um, there's not too much space. There's a yeah. lot of like. There's a lot of like street level you know you know there's street level mm -hmm. stuff and then there's like kind of political espionage it's very grounded it's not like yes. you know what i mean it's not right, sci-fi ish right. it's very grounded right <clears throat> yeah there's not a lot of uh you know stealing the plans for the death star and stuff even though we we see the death star but it, that's really that's a backdrop for us right, right. you know what i mean that was a, there's a, a post credits thing you know what i mean right um 
there's no elements of the force in it whatsoever, right? Right. Um, it's and, all and normal it, people. It's normal people doing normal day stuff and having an effect on, you know, maybe on a smaller level, right? Like maybe Palpatine doesn't know Cassian Andor's name, right? But it's— But he knows, he that, eight, he knows that 8 million credits got stole— yeah, right. Yeah. It's the show the show is the show is fantastic. You know yeah. What I mean like it, re- it really was um I I don't think there's anything. I mean like even the characters that I didn't like because I didn't like them like personally, you know what I mean? They yeah, were there right, right, like right. like um like like Deidre. That's that's meant to be there. Yeah. Like, she's meant she's, to be unlikable. She's that's meant to be a job. sneering, unlikable imperial character, and I think that that is yeah. like it, it works really. It, it works really well. Um, yeah, casting great. Um, yep. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know what else to say. I I, I really really enjoyed it. Um, I know that we we took too long to get around to it, um, but yeah, I mean, but we took we took six months off, right? So I mean, it's not a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, come on. This show's but, only been out for like four months. I know, I know. I'm just joking, but yeah, I, I mean, yeah. Seriously, it, it is the best product on Disney Plus for sure. It is. It's the, in my in my opinion, it's the, um, it's the best uh, Disney or uh, Star Wars thing, right? Uh, the Mandalorian's still great. I still love. You know, the Clone Wars and uh, uh, Bad Batch. I don't want to talk about the Bad Batch. This season is Bad Batch. It's uh, have you watched any of it yet? Nope. We'll talk about it another time. We'll talk about it another time. Man, there's one standout episode. That's all the time we have, you know? Yeah. But that is all the time we have for tonight. Thanks for stopping by. Thanks for hanging out again. If this is your first time listening, listening, give us a like, give us a follow, follow, uh, find us on the uh, the socials. Right, we have a Facebook. Right, Let of course us, we do. Yeah, hit us up on the Facebook. Hit us up on the email from the outside looking in podcast at gmail dot com. Uh, let us know what you'd like to see here from us. Would you like if we started an Instagram? Would you like if we got a Twitter? What can we do? What can How we can we engage? How can we talk to you? Talk to us, talking to you, people, moving people. That's what we do from the outside looking in. But anyways, yeah, that's the news, and I am out of here. Thanks for stopping by. Deuces. Deuces.